If you love Messianic Jewish worship, you're going to love today's show. Paul Wilbur is roaring from Zion. It's time for The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Michael Brown is the director of the Coalition of Conscience and president of Fire School of Ministry. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Boy, I, I get chills just seeing that clip. I cannot imagine what it was like to record that live in Jerusalem. A brand new DVD by Messianic worship leader and music artist Paul Wilbur coming out in just a few days. And we've got Paul with us the entire hour. This is Michael Brown. Welcome, welcome to the Line of Fire. Paul, we are about to roar from Zion. <laughs> I can hear it already. Oh, yeah. Uh, just that little clip is amazing. We'll, friends, we'll play a few more little clips for you, but you're, you're going to want to get the DVD, and we'll, we'll tell you about that in a little while. Paul, I think most of my listeners and viewers know you, but allow me to introduce you quickly. Paul and I first met in 1985 when he was leading the Messianic Jewish worship group Israel's Hope at Beth Messiah in Maryland, Messianic Jewish Congregation. And we've worked together closely for many years since then. Dear friends, he's put out many, many powerful worship projects, written some uh, beloved songs, sang some beloved songs, both in the Messianic movement and in the Christian church at large. So we heard about the new DVD coming out. We said we got to get Paul on with us. So, so Paul, you have been on the front lines of recording Christian worship, Messianic Jewish worship for years, worked with Integrity Music for years uh, is this project e even something above and beyond anything you've done so far? Um, Mike, it, it feels like it. This is, um, this is the first one that we have done on our own without integrity for almost 30 years. Wow. And so we approach this very differently. You know, the, the, the music industry these days, uh, al along with uh, Christian bookstores, uh, they're, they're just trying to stay afloat. And so when they want to create a new project, um, they have they have budget restrictions and limitations and how much can we make back. And we didn't approach that this way. We, we felt like we had really a mandate from heaven to do this. And I'll tell you a little bit about that as we go on today. But we also approached the funding of it. I just I believe that, listen, since heaven ordered it, um, heaven can pay for it. And I'll, I'll tell you, miracle after miracle, Mike, and I, I think it'll probably build the, the faith of some of our listeners who are believing God for whatever it is, as long as it's been, it's been ordered from heaven, 
um, heaven is very able to um, support and and pay the bills. And so that's how we approached it. And so we spent about five times what Integrity has spent on a project in the last 20 years. Mm. And they've done serious projects with you from Jerusalem and things like that. So that's that's massive. I know we were trying to talk about certain things in the weeks leading up to it, months leading up to it. And you and your son, Nate, said we're, we're just every effort is going into doing this, producing this, recording it. And we'll break down how many people involved, what exactly happened with it, the significance of it, the, the miracles you saw in the midst of it. But let's let's just talk more broadly, Paul. I have been yeah. in service with you for years where you've led worship and you excuse me, you've been doing this for decades traveling with your guitar and leading worship, singing at services, sometimes two and three hours. And it can be day in, day out, week in, week out. And, and But you're never performing. And I've never seen you want to quit early or, or find an escape route or something like that. Or like, oh, I got to do this. How is it that after all these years and singing some of the same songs, probably thousands of times that you have such joy and purpose and sense of, of, uh, real destiny in doing this to this day? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think back now that you've asked this question, I, I think back to the, the movie Chariots of Fire, and I forget the young man who was the star runner. Eric Liddell. Yes. And, and he was being asked um, almost the same question at one point. Yeah. Why do you do this, and why do you push yourself so hard? And his answer, I think, is mine today. He said, because he said, when I run, I feel God's pleasure. So I would have to say, when I sing, when I play, when I lead worship, I feel God's pleasure. And um, after all, for me, isn't isn't that what life is all about? Yeah. when, When his sister was asking, why aren't you just going straight to the mission field? Why are you going to the Olympics first and then the mission field? God yeah. made me fast, and when I yeah. run, I feel His pleasure. <laughs> but but you've seen, I, you've seen the pleasure of the Holy Spirit not just on you, but I mean people are touched. You hear the testimonies. Mm-hmm. We just um, we were just with our dear friend Sid Roth uh, on his live program up there in in Charlotte. Yeah, a couple days ago, and uh, sorry that we were in and out so fast. I didn't have time to see you or some of our other friends up there, but just yesterday, um, I, I received in as an email um, a testimony from a woman who said that she had been suffering with chronic back, debilitating chronic back pain for years, and I shared a song on the podcast, and then we took communion together, um, and she said, she got up from that, stood up straight for the first time, pain-free in years. And I forget how many, it was a lot of years. And Mike, this is the, you know, this is the fuel that uh, that fuels our engines when we see God move, when we see Him display His goodness to people, whether it's healing or setting them free from something that's held them back or provides in an area that, that they've had a lack or you know, re, re, replace the depression with 
with joy that doesn't leave. And I mean, over and on and on and on again. You you see the same things when when you minister. It's the same Holy Spirit. It's the same issue with the same Jesus who's at work today, and uh, and doing the things he does. You know, wasn't that the secret of his life? He said in John five, "I only do what I see." my father do. I, I wish I could say that <laughs> yeah. with a pure heart. There are a few things I do that I haven't seen them done. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but, right, yeah. but when we're in that river, uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm just looking at some comments on, on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, David says the ability to bring joy, to flood a place with joy is a special anointing. Hadassah said, Dr. Brown is right. You, speaking of you, Paul, are always fresh and present and real. We appreciate all that you give us in ministry with your worship. Friends, go right now to wilburministries.com, W-I-L-B-U-R, wilburministries.com. You'll see right on the homepage, Roar from Zion. All right, Paul, obviously the Holy Spirit can move anywhere. Obviously truth can be proclaimed anywhere. Obviously believers can gather and meet anywhere with the Lord. And yet there was something important about you doing this in Jerusalem. There is something significant, special about being there. Can you paint a picture for, for our audience in terms of why, why Jerusalem and, and what, what actually happened to you and the folks with you as you, as you did this, the recording? Yeah, and feel free to interrupt me because you're going to get me on a roll here that I could talk well past the broadcast. So let me let me start at the uh, what I would call the the mandate. I'm sitting, um, minding my own business here in in my uh, quiet time chair in my office, and really I had Mike just that day, just a couple of minutes. Um, I was my schedule was busy. I was running, and I said, "No, I I need to spend a few minutes with the Lord." And then I went through this. Okay, I've only got a few minutes. What can I read where there's going to be a whole context, and I'm not just you know pulling a couple verses out? And so the the minor prophets just come across the screen, and I named our second son Joel for a purpose, means Jehovah is God, and so those two things together. I said, okay, I haven't read the book of Joel; it's only three chapters. I can get I can get this done pretty quick. So I thought. So I sat in my chair. I opened to the book of Joel, and first chapter, second chapter, and here I come around the barn, you know, I'm, I'm almost finished, the third chapter, and I get to a verse where the Lord says, I will thunder from Jerusalem, and I will roar from Zion. And as he's done so many times, he so captured my imagination. I'm sure I've read that, Mike, a time or two before, but yeah, that I think so. day, it, it just absolutely, it grabbed my imagination. So I sat for a few minutes, and I was thinking, I wonder what that sounds like when he roars from Zion, he thunders from Jerusalem. And as I sat there starting to think, I felt like the Lord said, this is what I want you to do. This is your next assignment. Gather an A-team. I'll give you the songs. Go to Jerusalem, and I will use your mouth to thunder from Jerusalem and roar from Zion. It's verse 16 
of Joel chapter 3. And he goes on and he says, but he's going to thunder from Jerusalem and roar from Zion. But he says, but the Lord will be a refuge for his people. So there, it seems like there, there may be a, a negative side to this. And he goes on, he says, I'll be a stronghold for the people of Israel. Then you will know that I, the Lord your God, dwell in Zion, my holy hill. So there's the answer to your question, why did it have to be in Jerusalem? Because the Lord says, I want it to be known that this is where I dwell. And mm-hmm. as I looked at the calendar, we're about a year and a half out from the 70th anniversary of the rebirth of the state of Israel. All right, stay right there. Stay right there. We got a break, but we got that in. Wilbur Ministries, W-I-B. W-I-L-B-U-R, WilburMinistries.com. Go there, order Roar from Zion today. It's the Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Sitting here, those watching know with a big smile on my face. Again, get the DVD. It's going to be released in one week. That's what we've got Paul on on Wednesday. This is the only day that worked in his schedule before this. So otherwise, we would have had him on a thoroughly Jewish Thursday. Roar from Zion at WilburMinistries.com. So, Paul, uh, right before the break, you were talking about 70th anniversary, the founding of, of Israel, etc. So what was going on in terms of the rest of the story about roaring from Zion? Yeah. So the, the placement of where to do this was settled uh, that day with the scriptures. When to do it was, was another question that I had. And it was uh, also settled when I looked at the um, calendar and so we're coming up on the 70th anniversary of the rebirth of the state of Israel, the 100th anniversary of the Balfour Declaration, the 500th anniversary of the Luther Reformation. There, were, there was such a collision. We had just gone through the 50th anniversary of, the, of uh, Jerusalem as the, the center of the universe and the capital, the eternal, undivided capital of the state of Israel. And so all of this seemed to point to one thing. And then you look at a calendar of biblical feasts, and there's one that stands out out of all the rest that hasn't been fulfilled yet. When all the nations come up to Jerusalem to worship the king, and Yeshua is sitting on his throne there in Jerusalem, and and he says in that that famous verse 17 of of Joel chapter 3, he says, then you will know that I am the Lord your God and that I 
dwell in Zion. So it had to be Feast of Tabernacles. It had to be during this collision of all of these anniversaries. And um, and so that's how we, we came up with it. And as it turned out, Mike, I, I watched God do miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. I was looking I was looking for help. You know, the the mandate from the Lord was put together your A team, uh, which took me back to some uh, an event in U.S. history when we needed a spy plane called uh, the Blackbird, and a, and a group of an A team put that thing together. It was never shot down. It was never captured. Mm. Um, back in the '60s, technology has never gone beyond it. It's now sitting in the National Museum down in Washington D.C. And so with that kind of as a as a script, I started calling the guys that I had worked with in the past, um, guys who loved the Lord, who who played instruments because they loved Jesus first, not because they loved music. And every one of them, right from the first, said, please don't do this without me. Mm. And then I started looking for partners. Where should we do this? And I called people who already had perfect places, venues for this. And two minutes into the call, they're saying, please don't do this anywhere else. Do it here. It's a busy time during that feast, but we'll set aside the time. We won't charge you for the venue. And and on and on and on it went, from cameras to sound equipment to players to singers, and then and then the the roar from Zion being the the key um, marquee for the project, but the the byline was raising up a remnant, rise of a remnant, roar from Zion, rise of a remnant. And so I started looking around for a remnant uh, from Israel, worship leaders, singers, musicians that I could have joined me on the platform, and they just seemed like they came out of the woodwork. People Mm. who are just beginning to walk into a wonderful ministry who carry an amazing anointing, they're worship leaders, they're songwriters, they're they're minstrels of God, and they are all on this, some of them as individual artists, some of them as a part of the choir, including my daughter-in-law, Sharon Chernoff Wilbur, uh, who joined us as well? And uh, like I warned you before, I, I can go on for hours. Oh no, no, I'm I'm listening with interest, and and I noticed Sharon in the video I was looking at. But you you had Messianic Jewish believers, you had Arab Christian believers. This this was a, a unifying event too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. We had uh, we had Arab Christians from uh, Bethlehem. Mm. We had uh, Messianic Jewish. Um, worship leaders and singers from around the land. We had a couple of uh, millennial Christian um, musicians who who have also joined us with that carry wonderful anointing. It was it was really kind of a, a piece of heaven on on earth. The the music. Oh, and by the way, Mike, this is also a CD. The the music is available apart from being a DVD. And uh, but as you said, if, if they go to wilburministries.com, that can be ordered. And we actually have the CD in our warehouse. It can ship uh, tomorrow, 
So, um, yeah, go ahead and, and order. The mean, DVDs I'm... will be another week, but we're we're happy to get those out. All right, so tell you what, since you have nothing else to do, just make a note of this that I will I will wait for the CD, uh, mm-hmm. so you can ship your guys can ship the DVD and the CD simultaneously to me. I'll I'll, I'll wait for those. Okay, and oh, uh, if how, you, if you how check many the copies, do you want? I I got to get you some for you and your family and. The oh, we'll we'll there. give them out. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, yep. what our 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 joy? Yeah, uh, our joy to get them out and. Obviously, you know how much I believe in the power of music. I wrote a book on it. You endorsed that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was, yeah. I was blessed that you were able to take time and do that in the midst of everything else going on because a lot of this was at the time of, of this major event. All right, so I just want you to speak from your heart. We got oh, three, three minutes or something. Mm-hmm. What happens in your relationship with God in glorifying Yeshua as you worship? Let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's just talk about that. Because I know your love for the Lord and your desire to be intimate with him in the midst of real life and the challenges and all that. But as you worship, what happens between you and God? Um, Sometimes it's uh, a little embarrassing because many times, Mike, I feel like I'm having a public quiet time. Mm. Um, this, This music and these lyrics are written on purpose, um, 99% of them are extracted right from the Scripture, many times from the Prophets and the Psalms, of course, through a New Covenant lens, um, and of course, including the words uh, of Yeshua and, and the uh, Apostles. But um, often, these songs stir my heart in such a way I can't tell you the number of times I have to back away from the mic to try and get my emotions back mm. in line so I can actually minister to the people that have come. But it's first and foremost of all for me every time I'm, I'm ministering to the one who has purchased my life. And so it's a very... It's a very personal thing for me. It, it's an often it's a very emotional thing, and uh, a, a friend of ours, Eitan Shishkov, has said to me many times, "It's such a transparent thing." Um, are you aware that sometimes it's, it's embarrassing for us? We feel like we're peeking in on your your quiet time. You're you're kneeling by your quiet time chair, and we're looking in on your your time with the Lord. and mm. But that's what it is for me. This stuff continues to... I don't care how many times I've sung. It's like reading that your favorite scripture how many times. Doesn't it do the same thing, or you see something else in it, yeah. or it ministers to you in a different way? The words of God never get old. They're always new and and fresh every day, and because they're life. And how, when yeah. do you get too much life? Yeah, I, I, I love the way you put it. Uh, I've, I've mentioned this in a book I have coming out in August. I tell this story, but uh, the night before Thanksgiving, Nancy and girls were getting stuff ready and boys were out doing something. So I was just free at home alone. And I decided just to put on some joyful worship, had my earphones in. And, you know, there's, there's the dimension of just 
worshiping at his feet, falling at his feet and being overwhelmed by his presence. And then there's the joyful celebration. And, and, uh, I got so overtaken by the joy of the Lord. I, I literally wanted to jump out of my body. I, you know, when like the, you have the, of course the Messianic Jewish dance is kind of like a ballet form and the whole bit, you know, I've never danced like that, but I was dancing all around the room. Like, and I thought that where, where the joy of the Lord in conjunction with anointed music, with great lyrics, it takes you to a unique place. And as many times as I've been in services with you and it's time for Roni, Roni rejoice, mm-hmm. rejoice, but Sion, daughter of Zion from, from Zephaniah. The joy there is, it's just, it's, 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 it's a spiritual ecstasy. It's beautiful. And friends, you can experience this in your own home. Yeah, I'm trying to sell this to you because I really want you to get this for no ulterior motive, except you're going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. Roar from Zion. Go to WilburMinistries.com. Order the DVD and the CD. Take advantage of it. Uh, I, I know you'll be blessed. We'll be right back. It's the Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into the Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. This is from Paul Wilber's brand new, about to be hot off the press. I guess they press DVDs and CDs also. His new project, Roar from Zion. You can order it at Wilbur Ministries. It's B-U-R, WilburMinistries.com. Uh, Paul, you were talking earlier in the broadcast about some of the miraculous provision and what went into this. And since you, you're so open about it. Let's, let's glorify the Lord together. Obviously you like to do things with excellence. And, uh, that's one reason you didn't let me play drums with your group years back and stuff, but let's, <laughs> we'll put that aside. I've gotten over that. I mean, I was really, I don't even think about it until I see a drummer and you're set there. I, 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 the distant memory that's with me always, well, but, but, but anyway, I'm glad uh, you were healed from that. Yeah. Yeah. Now. We're still working on it though, actually. But, um, <laughs> You know, you, you've always had, when you've had musicians with you, top musicians and singers, top singers, because you glorify the Lord in this way. And if, if the equipment's not right or things aren't right, you know, that's people aren't going to focus and be blessed. But this was obviously an above and beyond type of project. And doing it in Jerusalem, the people that aren't local have to fly there and, and everything involved in the project's got to be massive undertaking. So talk, talk about what went into this and, and how did God surprise you along the way? So, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and keep myself within some boundaries here. So the, 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 
card from heaven was put together your A team, dream big, do it right. Mm. And so I started calling people. Um, remember, my, my last three projects with Integrity Music that are always done really well with, with high quality, but um, the budget was limited to a, a little over $35,000 on the last three. It's because, um, you know, people, uh, well, anyway, so it, it's hard to get your investment back in, in this new digital age. So as I started dreaming, I, I started adding up numbers, and Mike, before I knew it, we were around $200,000 for a, a new music project, which any self-respecting record company person would tell you is absolutely, you're throwing your money away. It's a waste. You'll never make it back. If you can even put it together, nobody is going to fund that kind of, um, and it's, it's like writing a new book and, and spending $200,000. It may be a great book, but come on. So as I, as I sat praying one day, the Lord started downloading to me, call this person, call that person, call this person, call that person. And I started taking notes. And one by one, I called. And I called a, a premier broadcast company who in two minutes said, yes, we will capture this um, with with 4K uh, equipment, the, the highest quality. We'll broadcast it. We'll give you the, okay, boom, there's there's a big piece. How about the equipment? And and just one by one by one, these these giants started to, to topple. But I'm still left with a huge, huge budget. And I, I looked at our own strength, and we had a, a war chest put together. I think we had about $15,000 in there towards the next project, which in any ordinary kind of recording would have been almost half the budget. So, you know, a few um, a few more shekels and, and you've got it. But we're looking at hundreds of thousands. And so I happened to be um, on a, a tour in the Netherlands, three cities, we are now only seven months out from the actual date that's been set. I've hired the musicians. We've we've written um, most of the songs, paid for that, which was about $50,000, and uh, did it with our friends in Nashville. So I called in uh, some real favors. Then I got another mandate from heaven, used the Nashville Symphony Orchestra, which added another $30,000 to the budget. <laughs> Nashville so, Symphony Orchestra. Are you serious? Yeah, use the yeah, use the Nashville Symphony. Don't don't use keyboards with with samples as good as they are. This was in the city of the king for the king. Don't bring a keyboard when you should bring, you know, 60 players. So, um, I called a friend who's an award-winning <laughs> orchestrator. Um, I gave him the text. He wrote the orchestrations. Then we went into the studio and recorded them there in Nashville at a very well-known studio with the Nashville String Machine, blah, blah, blah. So I'm still like $175,000 short of my budget, and now we're only six months out. So I came back from... 
um, from an evening of worship in Amsterdam, I believe. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm bone tired. But on my phone is like eight texts from my son, Joel, our youngest son, who, who you know, who's now expecting his first son out in L.A. with his wife, Sharon, and he's 34 years old. But um, this is now two, a uh, year and a half ago. And so I've got these texts from him from L.A., call me, call me, call me, call me. Mm. Usually when he does that, he needs something. Uh-huh. And I wasn't, I wasn't in the mood. You've got kids, you know what it's like. So uh, I wasn't in the mood. I said, I'm just going to let this go till tomorrow. And I said, no, he might need me. So I dial him up from Europe to Los Angeles, and he says, Dad, Dad, are you awake? I said, well, yes. He said, what if I told you that I'm holding a check in my hand for $25,000 towards the new project? I said, Joel, that's awesome. Thank you. I'm so encouraged. I had just come from three meetings where other people wrote $15,000 worth of checks to put towards the new budget. Mm. So people, when they heard about this project, they caught the vision for it. It wasn't, you know, support my ministry, but let's see if we can actually hear the lion roar from uh, from Jerusalem. So make a, a longer story even longer. <laughs> so I'm sitting down on my bed. He says, um, he says oh, that's good. Uh, come on. He said, well, what if I told you it was 50000 At which point I said, Joel, if you, are, if you are playing with me here, I remember how to spank you, and I will spank you like a three-year-old. And he said, no, Dad, no kidding. I'm holding a check for $100,000 that came from the most unusual place you won't even believe. Do we need to take a break? Because this is the best part. Uh, Paul, don't reveal that I did it on national radio. I, I was trying to keep this secret. Well, I, I, I know. Uh, no, let, let, trust report. me. No, I'm I'm <laughs> listening. I'm on the edge of my seat here. because what, what I love about this is I know your heart, and I know where you're doing this. And it, it, it has nothing to do with money. It has to do with God. So when the money comes, it's God coming. No, we 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 got time. So 100000 okay. Dollar check for the project from, uh, yeah. tell us where. Okay. So we we travel in the nation. We've been to about 90 nations so far over the last whatever, how many decades. And we record in five, six languages. So we get orders from all around the world all the time on our website where people can go and order this new CD at wilburministries.com. How was that for clever? And so... Um, we got an order on our web store. Someone in Great Britain ordered a book and a CD. Well, we have very professional people. They boxed it up and made sure that the label is correct and the right postage, sent it off to England. Problem, it never made it to England. Somehow, that book and CD wound up. Are you sitting down? In I'm a sitting. Messianic Jewish woman's home in Japan. In Japan. A Messianic <laughs> Jewish woman. Get in Japan. Me. There may be two or three of those <laughs> right, right, in the right. whole country. So this, well, and then 
amazingly enough, Mike, believe it or not, she didn't know who I was. She opened the package. She read the book, our, our, one of our latest books, A King is Coming, and listened to the CD, don't know which one it was, and loved it. But then she realized, wait a minute, I didn't order this stuff. So she goes back and sees the packaging, sees that it's Wilbur Ministries, goes on the, on the Internet, on our website, reads about who we are. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting and, down. And she prays, and the Lord says to her, send him $100,000. Oh, and that's where the check Oh, my. Oh, my. So, so God, God underwrote the project. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, you talk about favor of God. On, he underwrote this project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Well, and, and it happened again. And it happened again, but I, I, I can't tell you where it came from because I, I promised, because those people didn't want to lose their, their reward this side of heaven. Mm. And, um, and, and it wow. happened again, the same number. So within about three or four weeks, the entire budget is met supernaturally. I mean, it, Mike, this, this so increased my faith, number one, that I was actually hearing God and not just dreaming out of my own soul of yep. what would you like to do, and number two, that, that He is always good for it. When He, when he places an order— he intends to pay for it and isn't expecting us to go out and work a lot harder and, and do silly things. Yeah, and you know, I, I often tell them, Paul, with stuff we're doing, radio or outreach to our people or whatever, or projects, I said, Lord, it's your idea. This, this is your idea. We'll do whatever you tell us, but wow, amazing. Praise God. We'll be right back. It's The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. The presence return, the veil has been torn, the glory That is the theme song of the new DVD worship project, Roar from Zion. Again, you can order it. About to be released, CDs ready to ship, DVDs next week. Roar from Zion at wilburministries.com. Paul, I'm I'm just going to make a note to to our shipping department here that once a month they should send something (laughs) random to just put Africa or India Mm -hmm. or somebody 
to see what happens. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of amazing stories. That's, that's one of the more amazing I've, I've heard. I've heard a lot of them, but you know, again, the thing for people that, that are looking from the outside and suspicious of ministries and money and all that, it, it has nothing to do with that. It's that you heard God and then you acted on it. And then this was the sign of God. I just thought odds of this happening. How did, oh, I, know. I mean, how does it, you, you put an address to somebody in England and it has yeah. to actually have a name and address. So to get to somebody in Japan, how does it get there with the postage? How does it get there with the, there's no, ne- the, you know, did, did, did Sid Baker in England become, you know, Hansu, you know, in Japanese Messianic yep. Jew in Japan and all, yep. and then, well, let's see, I got a, a CD or something I didn't order. What should I do? I'll send a hundred thousand dollars. Right, right. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm just rejoicing in that, Paul. Uh, and I'm looking each time on the videos I'm watching, I'm seeing all these familiar faces faces yeah. some of the musicians some of the singers there so th- these these are folks that have their own ministries many of them and are being used by the lord so what a great team to bring together if you can give me one story of something that happened during the recording of this whole thing uh mm-hmm. something that obviously a lot of things happen but just one last story to to leave with our audience Well, a- apart from all, all of the technical problems that we had with professional equipment that just all of a sudden wouldn't work on our only rehearsal day or quit working right at the time we were supposed to start the concert recording and all of that stuff that you might think would be you know fairly typical in the Middle East, I, I don't know what people might be thinking about that, but they, we did two nights, uh, or two concerts, sorry, on, on the first night. And one thing that I will never forget is the two rows of Holocaust survivors that were in the third and fourth row in a venue that sits about 700 people. I was alerted to the fact before we began that we were going to have special guests, but I didn't know who, and I didn't know what or how many. And so, um, uh, but then right before I was told, we have Holocaust survivors here. They, um, they were so moved that after, um, after the, the evening, the concert, I was asked to pray, uh, back in the green room with with several. I was then contacted and asked if I would come to meet with them um, in, in the home where they were all living. And uh, Mike, we, we had the presence of God was so palpable in that mm-hmm. place. And the testimony of the work of Yeshua, our Messiah, in the midst of our people, was so direct, gave um, an opportunity after a presentation of the gospel during a quote-unquote concert, told people how to receive him as Messiah. Um, and and it was then we had also an extended time of ministry for healing. That's all captured on the DVD. I don't think we kept as much on the CD, the music piece. Uh, 
But for me, that was moments that are burned into my memory and may have been the entire purpose of God for this whole thing. I, I want to display my glory. Uh, I received the Lord after a demonstration of his presence to me in on a fishing trip in Bumpus Mills, Tennessee, in uh, March of 1977. In fact, is, what's the date today? Today is March 27th, 2019. So yes, yesterday, I was 42 years old. My spiritual birthday was yesterday, now that I mentioned the date, 42 years ago. Heaven demonstrated in a very real way uh, that Jesus is real, that he's our king, and I gave him my life that day. And it may have been for these Holocaust survivors and others who were there to have a demonstration of the manifest presence of the one who inhabits the praises of his people with an invitation of this is how you open your heart to receive the King of Kings. Mike, now that I'm I'm saying this for the first time, this may have been <clears throat> his whole reason for putting that together, to have the opportunity to express to dozens of Holocaust survivors who have n perhaps never heard the good news expressed that way before, and then afterwards said, please come and visit with us. We want to, we want to hear more. That may have been the whole purpose now that I think of that. Yeah, and the degree of brokenness, pain, that people lived with for decades. We've been reading in recent days about survivors of a high school massacre for, from some months back, Parkland and Florida, uh, two young people killing themselves and the survivor's guilt and what they live with. And just read about the father of, of one of the kids killed in the Sandy Hook massacre some years ago, recently took his life. So these people, even when they survive, have lived with such pain, such nightmares, suicides happen with, with many a Holocaust survivor and to bring the grace of God to them at this point in their lives. What an extraordinary privilege. And again, that's what the presence of God does. So Paul, I appreciate all your effort and obeying the Lord to, to do this. I, I got to tell you this, honestly, I've done God knows how many hundreds and hundreds, thousands of radio shows and every so often it's rare, but every so often we'll do something where, We've got a musical guest and we'll play a, a, a clip from the, from the guest before a segment starts. I've never had this happen, but I could not wait for the next segment to start to see and listen to the next clip because I, I was instantly entering in. I, I mean it from, from the heart. So I know the Lord's really going to use this. And what excites me with the new music and material is that the next time we get to minister together, you'll be doing some of this. And I'll be there with you live and in person. So that, mm -hmm. that will be special. And then I already, I've made arrangements just to let you know in the heavenly team, I am in on percussion just to let you know. Nice. I am Great. in. It's already been, I th think, think I'm in. But uh, Paul, bless <laughs> you for doing this. And I can't wait to, to partner together face-to-face, -to -face, worship, preach, yeah. do this together. And, and uh, maybe next time in Jerusalem, huh? That would be special. Mike, you have been a dear dear friend, co-laborer with me for all of these decades, since the 80s, and uh, thank you so much for 
allowing me to share with you for an hour. This is this is special for me. You are a special friend. I, I you're one of a kind, and I'm I'm so delighted to be able to join you today. Well, thank thanks, Paul. It's our joy to to spend this hour. So, friends, go to Wilbur Ministries. It's B U R Wilbur Ministries dot com order the cd and the dvd get some for your friends as well you're going to want to distribute this widely uh, paul obviously the blessing of the lord's on this project can't wait to see how god uses it love you man say hi to the whole family yeah i will you do the same thanks mike god bless you god bless boy i i, I hope that that you're as blessed as i am by this i i mean i know paul we've been friends for all these years but i'm really really looking forward to this genuinely cannot wait to sit down and watch and listen and take this in. Hey friends, tomorrow is Thursday Jewish Thursday. A lot's happening in the Jewish world. A lot's happening. There are this bombing in Israel and Israel attacking Hamas. What's this going to do with the elections about to come up? Corruption charges hanging over Netanyahu's head. What's best? Who should be leading Israel? Such complex issues and questions. We'll talk about that. And uh, I think I might respond to someone blasting me, apparently Jewish, for my faith in Yeshua. But the phone lines will be open. So all of your Jewish-related calls, all Jewish-related calls, that's what we do on Thursdays. We'll be waiting for your call, eager to speak with you, take your calls, answer your questions. And our brand new Consider This Video, Consider This Number 7, is Jesus Kosher for Jews. It is now posted on YouTube, on our website. You can just watch it by going to YouTube and searching for Is Jesus Kosher for Jews with my name or just our website, sdrbrown.org. You'll find it there. Talk to you tomorrow.